When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, this is Kate, and you're listening to the How to Be a Better Person podcast. This week's theme is, well, that sucks. (laughs) I'm a big believer in focusing on the positive, but if you don't at least acknowledge the negative, you know, you're deluding yourself. So this week, let's get real about the challenges of this time. So right now, June 2020 is a tough time for everyone for a lot of reasons, but our kids are really taking this on the chin at all ages. They're all missing their friends something fierce, first of all. They're not interacting with many other adults aside from the ones they live with. Some kids are home with frazzled, irritable, perhaps even abusive parents. They're not getting meals from school. There may or may not be camps. High school and college seniors are not getting to enjoy those magical last days of school. The protests are happening and, you know, most kids are really feeling this. They are like, we have got to change things. It's a lot for kids to be taking on right now. So in this episode, I want to talk about, are our kids okay? It's not about feeling sorry for them because that just disempowers them. But you know, I really do believe in looking a fact plain in the face. So let's take a look at what's going on with kids and maybe what we can do to support them. A friend of mine sent me a picture the other day that was taken at the Black Lives Matter March here in Providence that happened at the end of May. I went to this march and I brought my 12-year-old daughter with me because when she heard about George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, she was fired up to go. The picture shows her with two friends. She's standing near these two friends because we're trying to stick to the whole socially distanced thing. In the picture, they're holding their homemade signs and they're wearing their masks. And I looked at that picture and I was just like, 2020 is so weird. This is such a weird reality for kids. Of course, let me just stop right here and acknowledge the privileges my kids have of not feeling afraid to walk down the street or feeling afraid of the police, or having to worry about where their next meal is coming from, or if they're going to be safe in their home tonight, or if someone's going to be volatile or potentially violent. No matter your circumstances, kids don't have the perspective to be able to know that bad times end. They are isolated from their friends. They're spending all their time with family. They're in a weird new school reality. And depending on their age, they're perceiving different levels of how the world is in an uncertain place right now. Plus. Kids pick up on and react to our stress levels. I mean, have you been feeling a little on edge lately? Yeah, that's contagious. Our stress also makes it a lot harder for us to be patient and non-reactive to the ways our kids are acting out these days because of their own upset. Believe me, I feel this one. I feel like I've got more to deal with and less emotional bandwidth, just in terms of being there for my kids. 
Now, kids' stress can seep out in ways that can be pretty challenging behaviors for parents to handle at any time, but particularly when your emotional bandwidth is limited. So if you're seeing things like tantrums, regressing, isolating in their rooms, staying up late, crawling in your bed, super intense moodiness, or getting down on themselves, that's totally natural. That's how kids show stress. There are also physical ways stress can manifest in kids. Things like canker sores, upset stomachs, phantom pains, sleeping in, and sleeping less. It's painful to see your kids struggling and knowing there's only so much you can do. Now might be the time to find a therapist for them to talk to. Or maybe it's a virtual music lesson with someone in their 20s. Getting another trusted adult on the scene might be a helpful outlet for them right now. Maybe it's your best friend or their aunt or a favorite uncle that can commit to some kind of weekly meeting or call with them, or even just checking in on them. Telehealth is being covered by insurance these days. If you don't have insurance, online therapy like BetterHelp.com is pretty affordable. Or like I said, maybe you enlist someone in your family, someone they already know, like, and trust to check in. In the meantime, we've got to appreciate the good days. And remind ourselves that it's natural for the kids to have bad days. I've noticed Mondays are really tough here in our house as we're still in school. They are not wanting to get back into that reality after the weekend, I could tell you. And it shows up in just a lot of resistance. And remember, even as painful as it is to see them struggle, the kids are building resilience right now. I did an episode about how to support kids learning resilience the week before last. It's an interview I did with Emma Johnson, author of The Kick-Ass Single Mom, and it's episode 197 if you want to go back and check that out. And finally, it's up to us as parents to make sure we're doing what it takes, or at least what we can in these uniquely stressful times, for us to have some kind of mental and emotional reset. That could be taking a bath, going on walks, maybe getting up early before everyone else is up to have some you time. You might be meditating, journaling, making sure you talk with friends that you can express yourself to. We can't make our kids' stress go away, but we can model how to deal with it. You may think what you're doing isn't penetrating their minds, but you are laying down a blueprint for them that they will realize they have at some point in their lives for how to get through tough times. Which leads me to today's tiny assignment. And that is just reflect for a minute. And think about how your kids may be displaying their stress. What behaviors have you noticed? When you look at them through the lens of being the result of stress, does it change how you react to them? Is there something else you want to do to help support your kids now? If we don't take a quiet, low-stress moment to think about this stuff, we'll only ever be reacting to it in the moment when they're acting out. And we're not likely to do it very thoughtfully then. I'm going to leave you by reading an excerpt from the book, The Parents Dao De Ching. It's an awesome little book by William Martin that can help steady you in tough situations. Your children are not mere lumps of clay waiting for your expert hands. They are the very energy of the universe and will become what they will become. They are sacred beings. If you tamper with them, you will make everyone miserable. They will find success and failure. They will be happy and sad. They will delight you and disappoint you. They will be safe and at great risk. They will live and they will die. Stay at the center of your own soul. There is nothing else you can do.
If this episode has been helpful to you, hit the subscribe button on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts so you don't miss a beat. I've got some good stuff planned for the weeks and months ahead, and I promise to keep the episodes short and digestible. When you subscribe, you'll get five reminders a week on how you can be better today and into the future. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 